time for keys to the game. Bengals, Vikings, Paycor Stadium. The first key that comes to mind for me, glad we're not playing in Minnesota. That place is loud. That place is very, very difficult to operate in. And the Minnesota Vikings and Brian Flores, they blitz. And they blitz early and often. They blitz with every configuration known to man. <laughs> They've blitzed 247 times this season, almost 50%, almost half the time. They've dropped, that's number one in the National Football League, by the way. They've dropped eight more times than anybody else in the National Football League as well. So he's gone from rushing three and dropping eight to rushing eight and dropping three and everything in between. I mean, Brian Flores is tough to prepare for. Big, big inventory of blitzes, coverages, disguising them. I'm glad the Bengals are at Paycor. They don't have to worry about the crowd noise. Dealing with all of that in the crowd noise would have been unbelievably difficult. Vikings have to deal with the crowd noise. Paycor Stadium is going to be rocking this weekend. It's going to be off the hook. And it's going to be a big, big plus if the crowd noise has an impact on what the Minnesota Vikings are trying to get done at the line of scrimmage. Because Lou Anarumo, he's got a big inventory of pressure packages, disguising coverages as well. He just doesn't pull the trigger on it as often as Brian Flores does, but it's all there and it's all available to him. Mullins, you know, he hasn't, he, he started 17 NFL games. He's 5 and 12 as an NFL starter. You might want to just get after him a little bit and, and, and test him and see how much Nick Mullins can handle that pressure, all that crowd noise. You know, if you can't hear, I have to, have to go with hand signals, body language stuff. I mean, it's very, very difficult. So one thing that I do know as a former player in the offensive line, when a team has a lot of packages that they can present from blitzing and coverages and all that sort of thing, the best thing to do is to have a few rules that apply to a lot of different looks. Try to keep it as simple as you possibly can. You don't want to have to try to think too much out there. You want to be able to get it done in a very, very quick fashion. So I think another key is recognition of what they're trying to get done in terms of configuration and alignment and communication. And the communication part of it is going to be the big, big, I think, advantage for the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll be able to talk up and down the line of scrimmage. Minnesota Vikings will not. Silence can be deadly in a situation like that. Bengals over-communicate. Make sure that everybody is on the same page. Even if you're wrong, even if what you decide to do is wrong, everybody's on the same page of wrong. You don't have two guys doing this in the offensive line, another guy doing that, and a third guy, and two other guys doing a third thing. You don't want that sort of thing. You want everybody to be on the same page. So recognition of the defensive fronts from Brian Flores, communication up and down the line of scrimmage, plus the communication between Jake Browning, the quarterback, and the Bengals' offensive line, Jake Browning, the quarterback, and the Bengals' wide receivers in terms of he's seeing the blitz, he's audibleizing, he's changing the, uh, changing the play, uh, changing the protection, whatever he's changing. Recognize and over-communicate. That's going to be a, a big plus for the Bengals, and it's going to be very, very difficult to get done for the Minnesota Vikings at Paycor Stadium. Turnovers. Always huge, there's no doubt. <laughs> National Football League games are decided by turnover, just like football at any level. 
The Minnesota Vikings have 24 giveaways, tied for second most in the NFL. They've taken the ball away. They have 19 takeaways. That's pretty good. 24 giveaways, though, is dismal. It makes them minus five in the turnover ratio, tied for 24th in the NFL. They've had four games this year where they've had a turnover on the opening drive. That's unbelievable. Cincinnati Bengals, as we know, have done a great job in the turnover department. 21 takeaways, tied for seventh most in the National Football League. 12 different players have been involved in the 21 takeaways. That's pretty good participation. No, no doubt about that. Lou Anarumo, I think, is very proud of that. Only 11 giveaways, tied for fewest in the NFL. Plus 10 is the ratio. That's tied for second in the NFL. Bengals are plus 10. Minus five are the Minnesota Vikings. And a lot of it is in the giveaway department. It's a 13-digit it's a differential between the giveaways, between what the Minnesota Vikings have done and what the Cincinnati Bengals have done. So ball security going to be huge. Bengals have won the turnover battle in eight of their 13 games so far this season. Make it nine of 14. The Vikings have had trouble scoring in the first quarter for whatever reason. They've only scored 26 points in 13 games in the first quarter. It's two points a game if Mrs. Riley taught me division properly. I mean, that, that's incredible. So a fast start. Get off to a fast start if you're a Cincinnati Bengals offensive and defensive player. Make some plays early on. Get, get your, your foot right on the throat of the Minnesota Vikings from Jump Street and let that crowd take over from there. It's interesting, too. The second quarter is going to be one to monitor because the Minnesota Vikings have scored 106 points in the second quarter after only scoring 26 in the first. That's their highest-scoring quarter by far. They've outscored the opponent by 37 points in the second quarter, 106 to 69. The Bengals, on the other hand, have been outscored by 36 points in the second quarter. They've scored 72, but they've given up 108. The Vikings have scored 106. The Bengals have given up 108, which is their most in any quarter by far. The rest of the quarters, points scored, points allowed, it's not even at 80. And then all of a sudden here in the second quarter, the Bengals have been at defensive issues. The Minnesota Vikings have been a scoring machine. Interesting. Second quarter, might be something to monitor a little bit as far as the outcome of the football game this weekend. Expect a close, hotly contested football game. That's another key. Finishing in the fourth quarter because the Minnesota Vikings, 12 of their 13 games have been decided by a touchdown or less. They got beaten by 14 points in one game. Other than that, wins or losses. They haven't won by more than a touchdown. They haven't lost more than a touchdown. They don't get blown out. They don't blow people out. So usually there are very, very hotly contested football games. Who is going to make plays in the fourth quarter? Cincinnati Bengals are going to have to close it out in the fourth quarter. They've done it before. They're used to doing it. That's the way it's going to be. I don't think the Minnesota Vikings are going to spit the bit. If the Bengals get up on them. I don't think uh, it's going to last very long. The Vikings have a lot of pride and they always Make it a ball game. Expect the same thing this weekend at Paycor. As a matter of fact, not just 12 or 13 games this year have been decided by a touchdown or less. 23 of their last 30 games have been decided by less than a touchdown. The Vikings 
play the game till the end. Another key to the football game, if you've been following the Cincinnati Bengals this season, you know they've had trouble stopping tight ends. In fact, defensively, they've given up more receptions and more receiving yards to tight ends than any team in the National Football League. Hawkinson is a player for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, TJ Hawkinson is number one in the National Football League tight end receptions with 85. He's also number one in the National Football League tight end receptions on third down with 25. This guy is a force. He's not a big play tight end receiver. He's averaging 9.9 yards per reception. It's not like he's going to kill you over the top or hit a big ball down the seam, but he is a reliable safety valve for a quarterback. And when you've got a quarterback that doesn't have a whole lot of NFL experience like Mullins, that tight end is going to be a very, very valuable target. Bengals are going to have to play very well against the tight end Hawkinson and limit his opportunities as much as possible. Red zone execution is always a big key in every football game. The Bengals offensively, 62.2% of the time now they're scoring touchdowns. That's eighth in the NFL. Pretty good when you're in that top 10. The Minnesota Vikings, defensively, they're, they're allowing a touchdown 48.5% of the time, seventh best in the National Football League. They've only allowed 16 red zone touchdowns, tied for fifth fewest in the National Football League. The Cincinnati Bengals counter that defensively with holding the opposition to zero points on 10 possessions. No points, not, not a field goal. I'm talking squadoosh turnovers, fourth down stops. They've been unbelievable. Field goal hitting the upright <laughs> last week was another possession that ended in zero points. Ten times they've done that to the opponent. Best in the National Football League. They may bend, but they're not going to break defensively. Luana Rumo's guys believe that you keep them out of the end zone, keep them off the scoreboard in the red zone, you're going to win a lot of football games. Running game. One of the big keys to the success for Jake Browning has been the Bengals have been able to run the football. That allows play-action pass. They've gotten Jake Browning up under center. They've had two tight ends in the football game. They've run the football. Play-action becomes a viable situation. So does the screen game. So does the bootleg. So does the naked. I mean, it's all there. And they've been doing a good job of varying their attack. It's got a lot of versatility to it. I mean, so it starts with being able to run the football. And then also, and I remember going against the heavy blitz package teams, we'd come to the sideline, four guys would get their assignment right, a fifth guy would be a little bit shaky, then coach would be going crazy, and we're like, let's run the football. Let's anchor them. You know, maybe they'll get out of all this blitz package mentality. That's what happened. Start running the football. All of a sudden, the safeties are playing it a lot more traditional. You know, it's not like the wild, wild west out there. You don't have guys lining up all over the place. You don't have safeties, blitz, and defensive ends running out of there because we anchored them with the running game. That's exactly what the Bengals have to do. Anchor this Minnesota Viking defense with the run, and maybe Brian Flores will get out of that heavy blitz package. I'm trying to Bob Bradkowski, I can't remember which game it was, but they were playing a team at home in Cincinnati and had a high, high blitz tendency. 
And they were so successful running the football and mixing play action pass in with it. A team that was a blitzing 45% of the time, stop blitzing. They just, they just shut it down. In fact, it was the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens decided put the blitz away this weekend. It's not going to work. These guys are handling us too well at the line of scrimmage today. That's what the Bengals have to do to the Vikings when the battle in the trenches in terms of running the football and stopping the run. The Minnesota Vikings are, aren't, aren't a, a juggernaut running the football. Uh, they're averaging 95.2 yards per, per game. That's toward the bottom of the National Football League. The Bengals, the last two, three weeks, have gotten their running game going. Don't allow the Minnesota Vikings to get theirs going and continue to run the football effectively if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.